0: I have a great show for you today. I'll teach you how to refocus and move forward when life blindsides you. I'll also be interviewing Rob Paulson, who is a premier voiceover actor for every well-known animated television show. He is a voice of Pinky from Pinky and the Brain, Raphael and Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron, and Yakko from Steven Spielberg's Animaniacs. Today, we talk about his book entitled Voice Lessons, How a Couple of Ninja Turtles, Pinky, and an Animaniac Saved My Life. This book chronicles his journey with throat cancer, Rob learned how to refocus and to appreciate every second of his life. You may follow Rob on all social media platforms, as well as purchase his book in your favorite bookstore. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Refocusing and moving forward. Life happens to all of us. It doesn't matter if you're considered a, quote, good person or a, quote, bad person. Life is just going to happen. And when it does happen, we often get stuck in the event, and that becomes our life. In other words, your spouse dies, you lose a job, you lose a child, you're diagnosed with an illness. All of those things are incredibly traumatic, and so I would never minimize that at all. But when that happens, what do we do? <laughs> Some of you have heard me talk about this before, but if I were to come up and startle you... Your initial response would be to scream because I scared you. But once you realized it was me, we'd have a good chuckle about it. Now, if once you realized it was me, and then you continued to be scared for the next hour, well, that doesn't make sense at all. It's the same type of thing when life happens. Our initial response, which would be similar to me startling you, is considered the natural response. In other words, your immediate response to something that happens. And the secondary response is what do we do with that information? So once you realized it was me, You chose, whether you realize it or not, to either stay scared or not to stay scared. That's the same concept when it comes to life. In psychology, we have a term that's called radical acceptance. Radical acceptance means we accept the facts as they are. It doesn't mean we have any emotions about it or let somebody off the hook or justifies what someone else has done or anything at all. It just simply says, these are the facts. So when I look at the facts, I don't have to make any emotional decisions about them because this is how life is in the moment. One of the difficulties is we often compare what was to what is, and then what is becomes what will always be. And what I mean by that is this. You're married to the love of your life. That person passes away, and your initial response is a heartache and grief and pain, and rightly so. That initial response is the appropriate time of grieving, and you determine how long that grieving lasts. And as life moves forward, that's then when you make the secondary response of what you do with it. So the secondary response is when you use radical acceptance. Okay, the love of my life is left. is no longer part of my life. I can get stuck in the loss of that, or I can decide with radical acceptance, what do I do next? And once again, I'm not minimizing that at all because that's a really long process to grieve the death of someone or the loss of something. So that's why you get to determine how long that initial response is. But when we compare what was to what is, in other words, the past with the present, It'll never be better, if you will. It'll be different. Will life be better without the love of your life? Of course not. Or will your life be better since you lost that job or since you went bankrupt? Of course not. But the difference is, is we can't compare the two because what was was perfect. You loved it. It was amazing. And now what is, is different. So when you compare the two, the previous life or the previous version of you will always be, quote, better. So that's why you have to use radical acceptance of this is my life. Now, I choose to respond to life in the way that's healthiest for me. It takes some time to get there, but you will eventually get there. And if you're struggling, it's important to surround yourself with individuals who love and care about you because they can then help you navigate your way through that. You don't have to do it alone. So when life blindsides you and it blindsides us all, your initial response is going to be full of grief. And then you determine when that grief turns to you then deciding what your life looks like. Your life is not over. As painful as it might feel today, it does not mean it's your future. Have you ever thought, gosh, I'd love to start my own radio show or podcast, but I have no idea how to do it? Or are you a seasoned veteran who wants to level up and improve all aspects of your show? Well, I will be working with a select few to help you either start or polish your show. These are a few topics I will teach you. How to create your brand and how to be specific with your niche and your audience. The types of equipment you should use to help you improve the quality of your audio and your video. I'll teach you how to get your show aired on most podcasting platforms, as well as give you an option to create a video podcast. I'll teach you which recording platforms are best for your needs, as well as teach you the importance of having a show clock. The do's and don'ts of writing your own show notes that will help increase the reach of your audience and generate traffic to your website. I'll also introduce you to some of my contacts and previous guests. I'll also be offering a select few the opportunity to broadcast your show on my platform and have access to my three and a half million listeners. So if you're ready to start or level up your show, then visit www.jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash work with James and sign up today. It's time, my friend, for you to stand out and share your message with the world. Once again, visit www.jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash work with James to get started today. I grew up listening to my guest voice as I watched my morning cartoons. Rob Paulson is a premier voiceover actor for every well known animated television show. He is the voice of Pinky from Pinky and the Brain, Raphael and Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron, and as Yakko from Steven Spielberg's Animaniacs. Today, we'll talk about his book entitled Voice Lessons How a couple of Ninja Turtles, Pinky and Animaniac, Saved My Life, that chronicles his journey with throat cancer. Welcome to my show, Rob. Well, hello, James. Nice to be
1: here. And firstly, let me say to you and your audience, the fact that you said you grew up with me and not that you threw up with me, uh, although that may have happened, too. Not every performance kills it. uh, Thank you. It is an absolute pleasure to be here. And and I am um, I really
0: am grateful that you gave me this uh, this opportunity. Of course, yeah. When I, when I first read about you, of course, I was like, oh my God, I know who that is. Of course, I may mean, yeah. not know your name, but when I read everything, I was like, I literally, like I said, grew up uh, watching and, and listening to you. Um, Thank you. But I wanted to find out, like, how did you even get into this business? I mean, how did you know that you had this talent? Well,
1: I think like most of us who are in the entertainment business, <clears throat> um, I started performing, whatever that meant, mm-hmm. simply because it made my soul happy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then once ha- once you get a rise out of an uncle or a grandma, or, you know, the girl you have a crush on thinks you're funny. Yeah. Um, then the hook is set. And I was encouraged by my parents, um, and my siblings. My parents were all amateur performers. They encouraged us to, you know, do high school theater and all that. But in my case, they created a monster. Uh, <laughs> and I got to a place where, um, I mean, now you, I I, I got in the thumbnail version of of your journey and what your show is about and I think I could probably safely say that you're doing this now because you can't not do it and and that my friend is a huge gift I uh, learned quite early that whether or not I made a dime as a performer wasn't Mm -hmm. really the impetus to to me becoming one. It was a chemical thing. It was like I I can't not yeah, exactly. try this. Mm-hmm. Um so although I didn't expect to end up doing primarily voice work, uh, I came to LA 43 years ago in my little Honda, drove oh. out here from Flint, <laughs> Michigan. And by the oh, way, really? folks, I'm, I from there, yeah. Yeah, I grew up in, I was born in Detroit. I'm a total Motowner. Uh, but I went to high school just south of Flint. And folks, my mother literally stood on the Brett Porch, in her chenille bathrobe, crying as I drive off uh. to Hollywood, just like in the movies. And so my ostensible reason for coming here was to do live action and music. I was a singer yeah. who became an actor, oh, and that's what I was doing. And in the mid-'80s, uh, my agent said, you ever thought about doing animation? They, they knew that I could sing and character, I could mm-hmm. do music, and um, I created characters all the time because Jonathan Winters and Lucille Ball and mm-hmm. Red Skelton and the usual suspects, Johnny Carson, were all my heroes. Yeah. um just because again it made my soul happy I couldn't not do it it's fun didn't cost anything and the the uh uh the takeaway was nothing but pure joy mm. for me and yeah. often others so yeah. that's a wonderful combination doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make any money but it's something that just sure. made me happy uh so the opportunity arose and it turns out James that I was living that axiom that luck mm-hmm. is when opportunity meets preparation Um, (laughs) I, I put myself in a position to get lucky by coming out here like everybody else who wants to be in the moving picture business, but I didn't realize that I was preparing myself for the opportunity that would arise in the guise of GI Joe and transformers and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So when I got booked on those shows, the first thing I noticed was that, um, man, nobody cares what you look like. And for an unknown talent, uh, it is wonderful to not have to be Limited by being just an sure. average looking Caucasian yeah. kid from Michigan the range, sure. Yeah um, So that didn't take me long to think Man this is the purest form of acting This is literally yeah. like yeah, being a little kid And sure. I'm surrounded by actors Whom I recognize from episodic television They're old as my parents And man one's playing a monster One's playing a bad guy One's playing a, 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 a You know benevolent king this is the gig um, and yeah. and so it took me about five years to sort of eschew the on-camera stuff and it's not that I mind doing and I still get a sh- chance to do whatever and then I did a bunch of TV Hell Street and MacGyver oh, really? and St. Yeah. elsewhere and all that stuff oh, wow. but now as a non-movie star 65 year old people still don't care what I look like And as long as I can do, you know, Carl and look what happens to your handsome face, or when I start ripping as Pinky, people still like that. Especially Mr. Spielberg, thank you very much. And of course, we know what happened with Yakko, so come on up to the water tower, James. So, your reaction, your reaction, my friend, is so precious. And look, I've been rich and I've been poor and we both know that rich is better. But your reaction... And what happens, hopefully, to many others who are watching this is precisely the reason this job is so Mm -hmm. fabulous, because it's not about money, ratings, action figures, age. It is a pure expression of joy. Yes. And man I have had a career in the happy business and boy am I glad I, I'm glad wow. I went down that road.
0: Yes. You know, I want to talk about going back to the whole the preparation piece. When when did you realize that that's what was happening for you? It was a prep, that you're actually preparing oh. yourself for where you are today. Uh, I think um
1: you know when it really hit me uh mm-hmm. James was uh I had already been on a couple of successful animated series. Um Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is pretty yeah. big deal. Yeah, pretty long, <laughs> yeah. And to this day, I could. Uh, the last time I talked to Kevin Eastman, one of the creators, I said, uh, "This is none of my business." But man, I've been around this turtle thing for a long time. How much dough has this thing yeah. created with action figures, jobs, different iterations, movies? He said, "To date, six billion dollars oh in merchandise." Holy moly! Uh, right? From a couple of guys who are bong water drinkers up in Maine. And talk about the great American success story. And yes, it is. It's yeah. And so I, I, that was a show that changed my career trajectory because once you're involved in a hit, yeah e- even if you're not a movie star, people start to say, oh, okay, well, I've never heard of this kid. Oh, he's mm-hmm. Raphael. N- you know, let's bring him in on our Disney show, whatever. Yeah. But the show that really uh, put it in perspective where I knew that music, my ability to improvise, sing in character, uh, sing at a high level with a full orchestra and all of that uh, was with respect to Animaniacs. Because um, if Ninja Turtles changed my career a little bit, Animaniacs changed my life. And Mm -hmm. I was aware that it would. Uh, In fact, it's the only time that I've ever said to a producer before or since um, the following, if you don't hire me for this, you're making a mistake. And it was not hubris, maybe a little bit, but it was, uh, and not arrogance, it was utter confidence that I had already worked with Tom Ruger and Steven Spielberg and Gene Mm -hmm. McCurdy on another show called uh, Tiny Toon Adventures. Oh my God, Tiny um, Toon, yeah. Yeah, that that did really well, but this was a clean sheet of paper. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony. Um, But it was the same crew, including Mr. Spielberg on Animaniacs, and it was a clean sheet of paper brand new characters, all original music, and i thought, you know what? This is my pitch. This is yeah. this is the high heat right across the plate. Um it was a 6 week audition, but wow. i was That's so cognizant yeah. of the fact that this was a life-changing opportunity that i had a if i didn't get it, i i had to be able to let myself believe that I could not have done anymore. If they gave me another fifteen mm-hmm. auditions, that I gave it every shot, and I was right. And not only did I get the job, but it really did change uh, my yeah. my life. I won an Emmy. I got to work with you know this incredible group for years. Um, we're doing the show again. Yeah, I Mr. Saw that. Spielberg. 30, like Thirty years later or something. Yes, twenty five years later with Mr. Spielberg <laughs> again at wow. his request again and it's another it's a hit again that is so rare james to be able to capture lightning in a bottle twice with a generational gap Mm -hmm. and now the audience for the show is exponentially larger than the first go-around with the king of hollywood wow again yeah that's it's so unusual so if there's one time that i've been right uh both with respect to the woman who was nice enough to marry me and my, <laughs> and my career, it was, yeah. it was this where I said, boy, wow. you got to get this
0: job. And, and it did, it changed everything. Wow. That moment when, you know, you, you were so confident because sometimes yeah. people are committed to something, but yet they have that doubt. How did you, how did you silence that voice of doubt? Cause I'm sure it was there, but how did you move your focal point to focus on the confidence that, you know, this is what you're supposed to do
1: that. That is a fantastic question. And while we know it is different for everyone, Mm -hmm. I learned fairly early on, because, again, I was fortunate to be bitten by the bug very early. Mm -hmm. So uh, I learned that going up on a line or making a mistake or forgetting a lyric or whatever is not death. It's not Mm -hmm. the end of the world. It's just a mistake. Um, Mm -hmm. And you're able to recover from it. I uh, I let me put it this way. I learned to take a punch pretty early, yeah. and um, so I was uh, I was and am able now. When I get nervous, which I do before every live performance, we do Animaniacs in concert all over the country now with a oh, live orchestra. It's just oh cool, spectacular. I didn't know that. But uh, I love live performing. There's nothing like it. But you always get a little few butterflies. But now I'm able to channel my energy, and I was able to do that years ago. Uh, by the time I got to Hollywood, I was 22 years old, but I'd already been on the road for, oh God, three years doing live theater, mm. live music. So wow. relative to my age, I had quite a, a bit lot of experience. Of experience. Yeah. Sure. I'd already learned how to handle making a mistake, how to pick it up. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at improv. I can joke at my own expense. Mm-hmm. I know I have, you know, we all have lines that we know will work with an audience to get you back on track. Sure. Yeah. Um yeah. So I uh, I was able to take my energy and uh, the the nervous energy and and sort of refocus it and say, okay, I'm nervous. I'm nervous because I can't wait to show these people how good I am.
0: To so reframed it. Okay.
1: Yes. Not uh that I'm better than everyone else. Sure. that I just want them this is my shot. That I've got 5 minutes with James who is casting this fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of actors in Hollywood who would kill for this five minutes with James. So this five minutes, I am going to remember what I did on other successful circumstances. I'm going to replay. Remember that last time you just killed it. You walked out of the thing. You just went like this and you got home and there was a message on your voice machine that said, Hey dude, you killed it. You didn't Mm. get the job, but you killed it. Yeah, exactly. That's all I want.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, And so I was able to do that at a pretty early age. A lot of people come out here and have not had any experience larger than their high school drama Mm -hmm. or or college, which is fine, but it is a cloistered environment and it's not professional showbiz. So I knew what it was like to perform for a bunch of drunks. I knew what it was like to go, you know, lose my place with a huge audience and a Mm -hmm. theater production and learn that it's. So what? It yeah. doesn't kill you, doesn't um, yeah. it? Nietzsche, who said that which does yeah. not yeah, kill exactly. me makes me stronger. <laughs> makes stronger yeah. um, so that's what I did. I was I was able. To, wow. uh, by the way, I also had the really great experience early on here in Hollywood of being uh, a little bit seduced by the money. When I was able to get mm-hmm. my first couple of jobs, I got paid more money than I ever made in my life doing anything because uh, yeah. I was, you know, in the Green Actors Guild working on a major production, making some money. And I learned my lesson very early that I started focusing on the outcome. I started focusing on, oh, my God, if I get a couple more of these jobs at this kind of money, I'm going to get to buy a Porsche. Oh, my God. Mm, yeah. <laughs> instead of focusing on what it was that literally got me out here driving for 2,000 mm-hmm. miles, instead of focusing on the, the Jones of performance. And. I'm telling you, it's the damn truth. When I started focusing on the money, instead of focusing on the process, I my auditions started to suffer. Yeah. I didn't get callbacks. Yeah. I was I didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm.
0: Your motivation uh, was different.
1: Yes. And yeah. I learned very clearly and that to refocus and I still do it as an older person, I still say, Now look, this is a great gig and you're making some nice dough. But Let's not put the cart before the horse. Let's remember what got you here.
0: Yeah, that's and exactly. Let's
1: remember all of that. And I promise you, uh, that has not changed. But I was able to learn that pretty yeah. early.
0: And I, and I love how you hearing this story, how you seem like you're, you're very good at reframing from the situations mm-hmm. of if you if you struggle with with your line or struggle with, with an audition, etc., it doesn't kill you. And I think so many times we put power into an event or into something and that becomes a label of who we are. So mm. I'm a really bad auditioner or I'm a really bad this or I'm horrible at this. And that becomes our identity as opposed to it can be a one-off. Yes. When we have the power of something over an event, the, we can then use it, like you said, as information. All right, well, if I've struggled here, now I know moving forward, I need to be better at that. And so that's great preparation for the next thing you do, which I think is, is fantastic.
1: Yes, well, and you said two really important words, moving Forward, yes, um, any forward movement mm-hmm. when one is is sort of stuck in their own mess um, is so so key, James. Uh, it's not about snapping your fingers and go, "Oh God, I want to get out of this. I wish I wish I wish well okay. yeah. but th- this isn't I dream of genie, this is this is real life, yes, and any forward movement will start to pay dividends no matter how small the next day you wake up and you go okay great." you know I don't feel quite as ready to blow my brains out as I did Mm -hmm. yesterday and I moved forward I made a phone call that simple I I read about podcasting Mm -hmm. Uh, okay all right that simple Uh, any small movement um, moving forward, not one, getting one of my,
0: stuck. Yeah, exactly. One of my favorite quotes is, the last person in the race beats the person on the couch. And I think yeah, that's, a pow- yeah, that's, that's a powerful, powerful that's, quote because it's true. You do one more thing and you're, you're doing something greater than before. So it's not necessarily Well, how many running,
1: times have fun. we heard world-class athletes or, or anyone, a, a student, a, 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 a surgeon, that you know, they're working out, they worked out 16 days in a row and the 17th day they're thinking, okay, I'm taking a break. You know, when I'm taking a break, the guy that beat me last time is working out. Mm. I'm gonna yeah. go work out. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that if you decide not to work out, you're a bad person. Sure. It just means that you're very aware that that this is a commitment. Yes, and and, exactly. and I believe that it can be uh uh segued or or moved to any life experience mm-hmm. um that Irrespective of what I'm an actor, we're here, we're a dime a dozen, but in the world, most people don't make their living doing essentially what got them in trouble in seventh grade. However, whether you're a psychotherapist in in Florida who's ready for a change, or you're an actor who's getting buried in your own morass and trying to figure it out and feeling sorry for yourself, which is absolutely useless, Mm -hmm. useless. There's no energy, yeah. Yeah, um, no, it is rather. applicable to all mm-hmm. our struggles, and, mm-hmm. th- and by the way, that's one of the reasons your your whole ethos and what Lifeology is about is so important. It's a great, it's Thank a you. great name, a great yes. brand, because that's exactly what we're all trying to figure um, out. Um, so, yeah, I, I I do believe that moving forward, um, and if I can get a little existential, okay. I've had the incredible privilege. For this, with this wonderful job of being able to speak to many children and their parents Mm -hmm. around the world. Because, um, you know, I'll get a phone call from a child life specialist at a hospital in England, and we have a little boy Mm. who's struggling (sighs) with this, and he wants to talk to Raphael. And not just me, we all do it. Um, But I'll tell you what, you want to talk about, and I know there are probably people watching this, talk about moving forward. How on earth do parents who have to Bury their babies mm. um, yeah. and I've, I've had parents keep in touch with me after they lose their children and now like, you'll never know what it meant to my little girl that's pinky caught at uh, but those people move forward yeah. and yeah. if they don't they often split up they take their own lives they find mm-hmm. solace in a in an opioid or about and, sure. and I get it I, I mean I yeah. I don't blame them because sure. it's impossible Sadness.
0: To fathom, uh, sure.
1: Yeah. It, it's impossible. So I certainly it would be so disgustingly presumptuous of me to to judge them. Sure. But I can't even tell you how many parents move forward. They yes. don't forget their child, but they move forward. And talk about a lesson in courage, a lesson in mm. lifeology. Yeah. It's an incredible yeah. experience to have had.
0: Unfortunately, our, we've, our time has flown by. We have a couple more minutes. We didn't get a oh, chance to talk about you. No, no, you're good. No, that's good. Well, I was going to say I didn't, we didn't get a chance to talk about your book, um, wow. Voice Lessons. How a couple of Ninja Turtles, Pinky, and Animaniac saved my life. But what I can uh, surmise from that, though, is you move forward from your throat cancer. Yeah. And so, just like you're talking about these amazing parents who have who've been through so much, it's the same thing with you. You move forward. Um, so, you know, I, I, of course, we don't have all the time to go through it, but yeah. with that moving forward and doing all that. What would you say the biggest lesson or takeaway for you was as you recovered from throat cancer
1: i I think that uh that phrase that uh our pal Ram Das who has moved on to that higher plane, but he mm-hmm. wrote a book called "Be Here now," and mm-hmm. it's essentially an acronym for or not an acronym but a phrase that's a live in the moment um yeah. uh wh- i I didn't realize at the time when I was a younger actor, but what I was trying to tell myself to do instead of worrying about the money was to be here." Now, Mm. focus on right what happens now, Uh, and and that's what I really learned, uh, uh, and I try to work much harder on is living here right now. We make plans, as they say, we make plans, and God laughs. I'm living, I'm you know riffing through my life as a guy doing this for a living and all of that, and then I get not toe cancer, not hair cancer, prostate, yeah, Um, yeah, but as a result of having these wonderful teachers. Children and their parents over the years, uh, and uh, incredible world-class healthcare. Not only was I able to survive the cancer, but I'm doing my job at the same level. That's mm-hmm. why my particular cancer and my story is important. Your kindness in giving me this opportunity allows us to talk about something uh a- a- that could affect another person. Say, oh my God, Dad, sure. yeah. the cancer you just been diagnosed with. Um, yeah. uh, James had this guy Ron Pullman I don't know what his name is He does You know how much we love Watching Pink in the Brain yeah. We just watched the yeah. new episode That guy just had The same kind of cancer You have dad yeah. Listen to him He sounds fine You're going to be okay mm. That's why that's important Yes and it is I learned to live I'm learning To live right now Even God can't change the past And the future Is dictated by what I do Now yes. Yes. And if I get thrown a curveball, I'll deal with it. Yeah, but right thing. now, mm-hmm. I'm talking to James. Yeah. And right now, this is important. Um, yeah. And so that's really what I learned. And it, it is a
0: huge lesson. Very, very powerful. Rob Paulson, thank, thank you. you so much for being a wonderful guest on my show today. Like I guess we did to get a chance to talk about your book one more time. Oh, Voice that's lessons, okay. How a couple of Ninja Turtles, Pinky and Animaniacs Saved My Life. Where will they find all this information about you and even purchase this book? Oh,
1: great. Well, you can purchase the book on Amazon. I think I even have a copy of it here. Um, this is what it looks like. How about that? Love it. I'm so much better looking pre-cancer. <laughs> oh, well, screw it. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it uh, is available on Amazon. I think it's probably at Barnes and Noble or Books a Million if you decide you want to go back in our post-COVID sure. time. Yeah. Um, and it is a multi-purpose book. If you don't like it, you can put it under a wonky coffee table and it'll straighten <laughs> it out. But people can follow me on Twitter at Yakko Pinky, all one word. Yakko, Y-A-K-K-O, P-I-N-K-Y, North, uh on Twitter. Rob underscore Paulson on Instagram, P-A-U-L-S-E-N. Um, and Rob Paulson, voice actor on Facebook. Um, and check out com because it will tell you when we're bringing our Animaniacs in concert with a big 50-foot that. screen and we do United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, and all the cool music <laughs> comes from the stage. <laughs> and it's it. in sync with no. this giant screen. And it's, it's amazing. It's uh, very, very fun stuff. So... Um, yeah, man. And Animaniacs and Pinky and the Ban are both on Hulu right now. Um, awesome. And they're doing really well. And I can't even tell you how much I appreciate your time.
0: It's very kind of you to have me. My James. pleasure. Thank you so much. For, I truly really appreciate it. it was I love talking with you. We're going to talk in just a few minutes about some other things as well. So thank okay, you so much buddy. for being a fantastic guest. Show today. Thank you. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you See you soon.